Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Against the prince, women, spirit, uh, and all spiritual guides. Uh, I come through the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness in my life. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, every garment of disobedience over my life uh, catch fire and die now in the name of Jesus. Uh, every yoke of disobedience uh, over my life. Uh, enough is enough. Uh, break that fire for shaka in the name of Jesus. Uh, I purify my heart to the Lord my God, for I love and trust you and desire to set apart you in holiness and righteousness all the days of my life, my God. I desire to be holy for you, my God, and holy you have called all of us, my God, as your sons of God, to be set apart unto you, to be refined in the refinery fires of the purifying love, unimagining grace, that I may come forth as pure as God in your sight, my God, in the name of Jesus, I break the chains of disobedience, I break now, break now, release us now, hallelujah, we give you glory, every seed of disobedience, in the life of every believer, in my life, in my life, we give you glory, we thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord, hallelujah, we thank you, we give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We give you glory. 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 Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. We thank God for what he is doing. Hallelujah. In our life. Amen. So as we're going to go ahead and get started. Amen. We welcome everybody to I am a Psalms 139.14 woman. That's right. That's right. A Psalms 139.14 woman. Meaning that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's right. And we will continue to praise thee the Lord. Hallelujah. We will continue to praise the Lord no matter what the situation is, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, but we will continue to praise the Lord because he has been good to us. Even though some things may not have happened yet, but we know that it is soon to come, so we're going to praise him anyway. Amen. See, we got to learn how to praise God in the middle of it. Hallelujah. When we learn how to praise God in the middle of it, I tell you, God just does what he does. Hallelujah. So today we're still talking about abiding in Jesus. Amen. Christ Jesus, our Lord God. 
as we learn how to abide in him, then we're going to talk about a wave of glory. See, you can't get to the wave of glory without first abiding in him. See, we always go to him when we need something, but do we know how to abide in him? I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman hour. I am Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, and the last voice that you just heard was 21 Days of Prayers and Declarations, Dollar Prayer by Arthur Apostle Robin Stokes. I do own those rights to those prayer declarations. It's always good to come before the Lord in prayer. It's always good to come before the Lord in forgiveness. That's why we have to learn how to cleanse ourselves. We can't just go before God any kind of way. There are, There is a process. We need to go daily. Not something that we just do when we want something, but we should always want to go into a place of cleansing because what it does is it cleanses our heart. It cleanses our mind. It cleanses our spirit so that when we come before the Lord, not only are we coming as holy and acceptable unto him, Whatever reasonable service that we're asking him to do, not just asking for things or asking for materialistic stuff. I'm talking about whatever reasonable service. Maybe we want God to answer prayers for our family or our loved one. Maybe we want God to answer prayers for those that we're interceding for. Because remember, we intercede by the spirit. The spirit that is inside of us begin to what intercede on our behalf. So sometimes, come on now, we don't know who we're praying for, but we know we're praying, amen. So we're praying for maybe somebody on the west side, on the north side, the east, the, 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 the south. But we know we're praying. So that's why we have to know how to come before God. We have to come and make sure that we're cleansed. We ask God for forgiveness. Because, you know, this mind sometimes thinks outside of things that we don't need to be thinking about. I don't know about you, but I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman hour. We're going to talk real stuff. Amen. This ain't about being churchy, religious, or tradition, but this is about truth. Amen. And I believe as we begin to open up as women... And men, because we have some men that's coming on here as well, and they enjoy, hallelujah, the things that has been talked about. And some things that we are talking about also deal with men. So God is also bringing men on to even help answer maybe some of the questions that women have um, dealing with men. Um in their life, their husbands are dealing with their sons or dealing with their nephews. Hallelujah. So I believe that God is not a God of just one sex, but God is a God of all. Hallelujah. So I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman hours, just not dealing with one man. But remember, God poured one man out of man. Come on now. And because he poured woman out of man, that created one man. Amen. Meaning one. Hallelujah. They walk uh together side by side as one so as we go here into this series we do apologize for our lateness on today we do everything decent and in order so i just want to make sure we're going to respect this hour we're starting right now at 12 30 so by 1 30 we will be finished because i know most of you are taking your lunch most of you are taking a break because you have said apostle we're going to make sure that when you come on this next series on i am a psalms 139 14 woman 
that we're going to tune in. So I do apologize we did not start at 12, but I promise you by the will of God and by God's grace that on next Tuesday, if God is willing, we'll be here at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. So as we go ahead and begin what we're talking about today, I'm not going to go back from last week or the week before because God is putting together a series. And this series is going to be available to you after we finish the rest of the series. And um, I believe that it will be uh, a numerous of CDs that you will be able to purchase that will be not expensive, but you will be able to purchase them and be able to go back and listen to them. And even for those that may not have, you know, a financial, you know, um, being able to buy them financially, God will take care of you. Amen. And God knows you. Hallelujah. And I believe that as we continue to help the kingdom of God, because, you know, in order to do the things in the kingdom of God, first of all, it's our heavenly father that takes care of us. Amen. It is our heavenly father that gives us what we need. And I believe that as we begin to sow into the things that God is doing through his men and women of God, that we're able to help even more people. Hallelujah. It may be helping them with food or transportation or even housing or whatever the case may be but even as we travel you know we are an international ministry sort outreach network we are an international ministry we're not just here hallelujah in the nations meaning here in ohio you know nations mean people god is sending us um, among the people he have already sent us hallelujah internationally and by his grace he have even started an ngo of angel in ghana Amen. SOAR International Outreach Network. So we do have a outreach center there in Ghana as well. So God has continued to open up doors. And even with I Am Finima Project, that is a project under Hands-On Empowerment Resource Center, we just did a project in Ghana, Accra, and as well as we just did a project in Uganda. And we're also moving back over to Ghana and Kumasi, then London, then Cameroon, then uh, Nigeria, then um, South Africa. So God is taking us all over the continent to what? First of all, preach the gospel, share the gospel, and to help his people. So as we continue to do the work of God, like I said, God is also creating different things for us to be able to help you that are here, that you'll be able to go back and go over these things. And anything that you sow into this ministry, I tell you, you will be blessed. Why? Because I'm blessed. And anytime you bless somebody that's blessed, your blessing's coming back over. I don't need your money. God is my provider. But when you be a blessing unto God and give unto God and give unto the people of God and the things that God is doing through the men and women of God, God will bless your hands. He will bless everything that you do. That was one of the things that I learned by abiding in Christ. Not only did I learn to abide in him through relationship, through prayer, through having that um, secret place in my prayer room, but also I learned to how to abide in him by giving gifts, by giving. You know, when we give, that releases another anointing in our life. See, we got to get out of the box of just giving something that is just small. But when you give out of your need, amen, see, God has to touch your heart to even give out of your need because every month when we look at our bills, we're saying we got to pay this, we got to pay this at this particular time. But one of the things I learned 
on is that, first of all, God created bills. And God is the owner of all bills. And he's the owner of all companies. So that means that he's in charge. So even if I decide to take maybe this and put it with this, and then even make sure that I give as God tells me to give, God is going to make sure that my bills are paid. God's going to make sure that whatever vision that he gives me, he's going to provide provision. That's when you know that it's God. When God tells you to go and you go forward, doors begin to open up and God begins to send divine financial breakthroughs in your life, divine um, relationships, divine communication, just everything just so divine, knowing that it's from God. So you have to step out on faith and know what God and who, where, what, he, how God is sending you. Amen. You don't just give just because they say give. Uh-uh. You got to make sure that the Spirit of God is telling you to give. You got to make sure that the Spirit of God is telling you where to plant because it is so vital where we plant because you can plant in grounds that are rocky, stony. Come on now. Thorns. Come on. You don't want to plant in those type of grounds because guess what? It does not release a harvest in your life. You need to plant in grounds that's going to release a harvest. That's going to fertilize it. That's going to allow it to grow and grow and grow and everybody is going to be blessed. Not only you see the blessing is, not only you being blessed, God bless us to be a blessing to others. So when God make us rich with no sorrow, hallelujah, I ain't just talking about with money, but I'm talking about with joy. I'm talking about with peace. I'm talking about with kindness. I'm talking about with long suffering. Come on, I'm talking about the fruits of the spirit as well. That's number one. When he give us those things, then our heart will be so much willing to give. And it won't be something that we're, it'll be hard for us to release. That means that even us abiding in Christ. Come on now. When we abide in Christ in the secret place, God will begin to show us the need of the people. He'll begin to show us, okay, I need you to go here and help Ronnie because Ronnie needed a ride to work. So maybe you could take about a month or two months and ask Ronnie if you can go ahead and take him to work. And then eventually, God will bless Ronnie with his own vehicle. Hallelujah. God may even just bless you, give you a newer vehicle. Come on, what you've been praying for so that you can bless Ronnie with your own. Come on now. You got to be able to see when God begins to bless us. It's not for us to keep the extra stuff for us. But it's for us to release it to the need that we hear in the cry. That same cry that Nehemiah heard of the people. See, it wasn't just the brother that came and told him what was going on in Jerusalem. But it was the cry that he heard by the Spirit. And he began to mourn and groan and grieve. And began to go into a place of cleansing. And asking God for forgiveness for, first of all, himself. And then the people. Come on now. We have to learn how to abide in Christ for us first. We have to go in in a cleansing place and say, God, you know what? I need for you to take all this stuff out of me. Because guess what? I can't come before the holies of holies any kind of way. So there is some residue that's so deep down inside of me that I can't see. That's why in the Bible in Psalms 91 it talks about the secret place of the Most High. Not the secret place that we call the secret place. The secrets that we keep from people. But the thing is we can't keep secrets from God. God knows that secret place. God knows the place where we hold the things. The things that are so deep. The things that are so rich to us. Come on now. God knows exactly that place. You can't hide from God. You got to quit trying to hide from God. God would not allow us to hide from him. Why? 
because he sees all things. He hears all things. He is omnipresent, omnipresent. Come on now. I'm not potent. Come on. He is the God of heaven. He is our holy God. So therefore, we must continue to understand the secret place. That's why he took us to Psalms 91 and 1. It says, he that dwell in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of God. Hey. It's me, it's the Priceline Negotiator, known as William Shatner, and I'm here because we've all been getting less lately. Less sunshine, less bang for your buck, less fun. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's why I'm negotiating to get you more. Thanks to my deal-making skills, Priceline saves travelers over $1 billion every year. That's almost $2,000 a minute. And when you save up to 60% on hotels and get exclusive deals on rental cars and flights, you can have more. More sunshine, more family, more fun, more thank you for negotiating. No, 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 please, no no need to thank me. No, it's all for you. At Priceline, we know every trip is a big deal. So when you're ready to travel, visit Priceline.com for amazing deals that will help you get more out of your next trip. Nothing ruins a perfectly good grocery haul like surprise fees. That's why Kroger has free pickup, so you can get what you need and none of the extra charges you don't. Simply head to the Kroger app and start your cart and enjoy the perks of picking up groceries and household items without hidden fees. Now, the only surprise will just be how amazing that new flavor of ice cream tastes. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Almighty, come on now. That takes us into a place of cleansing. Takes us in a place of forgiveness. Takes us in a place of praise and worship. It takes us in a place of exalting our God. It takes us to a place of prayer of repentance. Come on now, a prayer of thanksgiving. We able to intercede for others. We able to ask for the request that we're asking God for. Thanksgiving for what we just prayed for. Okay, let me help you. I want to give you word behind this because the word of God is so important. When we go and we ask praise and worship, let's go in John 4 and 24. I told you this is going to be a study hour where we're going to get into the word. Hallelujah. Because the word is so rich. High. The word is, is what build our faith. It's the word that's going to allow us to stand and to abide more in Christ. So when we go to John 4 and 24... The Bible releases to us and let us know that God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So when we go into a place of praise and worship, see, let me tell you something. When we go into a place of cleansing, forgiveness, you got to consider yourself in a place of praise and worship. Because first of all, we got to understand that we can't come in with our own spirit. We have to come in in the spirit of God because God is spirit and they that worship him. Come on. We worship him, not just in song. Worship means our lifestyle. How are we living before God? See, we can live any way before people because it's always what we want them to see. But God sees all things. So we can't hide from God. We can't hide from the things of God. That means that God sees all. So therefore, we worship him in spirit and in truth. And because we worship him, our lifestyle has to be what? Holy and acceptable unto God. In order for him to what? 
accept our reasonable service. What is the reasonable service? Prayer. What is our reasonable service? Deliverance. What's our reasonable service? Come on now. Cleansing. Forgiveness. That is our reasonable service that we're asking unto God to do for us. To cleanse us. We must worship him in spirit and in truth. Many that we got to come and say, God, I need you to help me. See, I don't know about you, but me and God, we close. You know, that is my friend. He is my father. He's my brother. Come on, he's my uncle. He's my everything. So he knows me. I can't hide nothing from him. Even if I even try, it won't work. Because we have such a relationship, he always allowed me to see it in front of him, in front of me. You know, even when I want to ignore it. When he's saying, okay, Robin, now you've been a little bit stubborn. Come on now. You know, sometimes when we have to keep going back and doing things when we know the people is not right, the people don't like us, the people don't, you know, I always go and say, God, well, why do I got to keep going back knowing that they don't really want to hear, they don't care, they have torn down my name. He said, first of all, they killed me. Oh, Lord. And when he says that, I'd be like, okay, I just shut up because he allowed me to live. Come on now. He went through the agony for you and me. So therefore, I have to go back and then I try to come back again and say, well, God, maybe you can use somebody else. No, no, no. I didn't call nobody else. I called you because I know that you are unbreakable, unmovable. Come on now. Always abiding in my word. I know that you can do what I called you to do. Amen. Because you are a glory carrier. So we have to obey what God is saying because he knows that we're coming with truth. But see, behind the truth, there has to be love. See, you can come with the truth, but if there's no love, come on now, they're not going to hear it. So we have to come with love, but we got to come with the truth. See, the truth is going to set you free. The reason why they may not want to be around or the reason why they may be treating you or going through certain things, come on, it's because the truth hurts. Come on, can I keep it real with you guys? I said that we are, I am a Psalms 139.14 woman. Meaning that we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it 100. Can we go into a place? Come on now. Um, I'm not going to counsel you, but I'm going to be for real. Can I be for real, for real? Now, sometimes people sometimes don't want to be around you, not because of you doing anything to them. But you come with truth. And there's a light that is inside of you. And when you are coming, that light began to shine so bright. So if anything dark is in their life, Darkness cannot stand light. So it's going to try to do anything it has to do to avoid you. So that means that if it has to lie on you, if it has to, if it has to do things to try to tear your character and assassinate you, it would do it because it's trying to hurt you. It's trying to wound you. It's try, see, in, in army, they try to kill you. See, you being wounded don't mean that they actually fulfill their target. You wounded. You didn't die. So therefore, the enemy is trying to kill the spirit, the soul. He don't want you to know who you are. He don't want you to know the truth because he is a father of lies. And because he's a father of lies, he want to stay the father. He's not the father. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the father. He's the father of truth. So if he can keep you in this box of lies, he's going to do anything that he can. So what he does is he calls you to have offenses. Offenses with your children. Offenses with your husband, offenses with your wife. Offen See, what are offenses? Offenses is when you keep things in your mind and you keep remembering them over and over again. And it's like you can't take it out. It's like everything that you think about, like just anything can remind you of it. A TV show, a song, when you going into a place and smelling a smell 
or just seeing somebody that may look like whatever your offense was. Whatever that offense was, if it looks like it or seems like it, it's going to bring back what? Remembrance to you. And you're going to feel offended. And guess what? That individual may have never did anything to you, but because the enemy wants you to keep the offense. The Bible tells us in Matthew, hallelujah, 24, 25, that offense is going to come. Offense is going to come. Offense is going to come. They're going to come. And when they come, woe well, to you that do not. Come on, know how to handle them. See, when they come, you got to know how to handle them and know, oh, God already told me that offense is going to come. It's in this world. So now that they're coming, how do I handle them? You got to go back to the Father, Jehovah Raha. Come on now. Our counselor, our advocate. You know, you got to go back and say, okay, God, how do I handle this? How do I handle talking them talking to me the way they talk to me? Now my boss is, is doing this to me, trying to get me out of my department, trying to get me out of me doing what I'm called to do. And every day I come to work, I hate coming to work because I have to deal with that spirit. See, you got to know the power that is inside of you. I'm not talking about a power of control or manipulation, you know. No, that is of Satan. I'm talking about the power that God has given us to tread over the scorpion, tread over the lion. Come on, the serpent. Come on now, tread, meaning, treading, meaning uh, coming against it subduing it, taking it out. God gave us the power to decree and declare a thing, to call that thing and pull that thing down. Come on, vain imaginations, pulling them down. Come on, words of assassination, pulling them down. Nobody can tell you who you are. You got to know who you are. You got to know that you was fearfully and created, fearfully and wonderfully made and created for the master's use. I'm talking about our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You got to know that you're the apple of his eye. You got to know that you are a kingly priest. You got to know that you are a holy nation, that you are royalty. You got to know that you are a son of God. You got to know that you're in the kingdom of God. You got to know all these things. These are, this is your identity in Christ. Most of the time they say, who are you? We say, oh, well, I'm a teacher. I got a degree in this. I got a degree in that. No, 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 no. Not what you do. Who are you? That's what you do. Who are you? You got to know who you are in Christ so that you can fulfill the purpose and your destiny. It is a purpose why you're here. There is a destiny that you must fulfill. There is a legacy that you must leave behind for your loved ones and for those that will follow. Amen. Glory to God. We must leave a great legacy because there are those that are going to be connected divinely. What are we leaving behind? We got to leave something that is not only tangible, but we got to leave something that is so sustainable, substantial, that we substantial, meaning that it will be something that will hold on to whatever it is that we're trying to do. So as we continue to abide, we got to exalt God. That's why we are in Psalms 91 because it says, we read in Psalms 91, and then let's go to Psalms 149. Hallelujah. See, when we exalt God, it, the Bible of God says, okay, now, come on, just exalt your father. Hallelujah. So as we go over to one, Psalms 149, hallelujah, it tells us that, For the Lord take pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. He's beautifying us. Hallelujah. As we continue to what? Abide in him. As we continue to seek him. As we continue to follow him. Obey him. Come on now. And recognize who he is. We don't recognize really who God is. 
We know who God is, but we don't really recognize his goodness. We don't really recognize his mercy. We don't really recognize the grace that is on our life. We don't really recognize who we are called to be. We think we know, but just because you know something don't mean that you recognize it. Don't mean that you stand in it. Don't mean that you claim it. You got to be able to claim that thing. Amen? So as we claim that thing, we go and we say, okay, God, I'm claiming this. I'm coming before you because I'm coming in repentance. So as I go over to Psalms 51, y'all, we're going to get this because in order for us to get a wave of glory, we're going to have to get this one. Hallelujah. In 51... This is a plea for forgiveness. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy love kindness, according to the multitude of tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in the sight that I might be justified when the speakers of clear when they just behold I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold. The desires to troop and inward parts in the hidden part they shall make me to know wisdom. A prayer of what? Forgiveness. Now, before I can be cleansed, I have to go into a place of repentance, meaning a place of forgiveness, which David is letting us to know, hey, this is what I'm saying unto my God. This is what brought me into the holies of holies. This was brought me into a place where God recognized me as his true servant, his servant that he loves. Now, I'm going to ask for a plea of cleanseness. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be withered as snow. Make me to know, hear joy and gladness, that bones which has broken may rejoice. Hide their face from my sin, and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit in me. Ah, I need a new heart, because that old heart is stony and hard. And prideful and arrogant and haughty. Come on, yo. You cannot get into a place called a wave of glory with a stubborn heart, with a hard heart, with a, come on, cold heart, with a prideful heart, an arrogant heart, a lying heart, a rebellious heart. Uh uh. Renew the right spirit in me a spirit of love, a spirit of love, a spirit of love, a spirit of love. In Jesus' name, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of love. I got to come to you three times because we need to put this in your spirit. A spirit of love, a spirit of love, a spirit of love. Come on now. We have to ask God for that right spirit and also create a new heart. Now that we say, cast not away your presence. Ha! We need the Holy Spirit. We cannot do nothing without him. He is not just only our comforter, hallelujah, that covers us, but he is the one that gives us all power to tread over the serpent, the lion, the cobra, the young lion. Come on. All Satan's tactics. Hallelujah. We need the Holy Spirit. If you don't got it, guess what? I ain't got to just come lay hands on you. The Bible tells us in Psalms 81, open up your mouth wide, huh? Meaning you can receive it wherever you are. Hallelujah. Why? Because the presence of God is here. And God can give it to you. And then you will begin to what? Speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. Begin to have a, an experience with God. 
I don't know about you. I can't explain my experience. It was a heavenly experience. It was an experience that I would never, ever forget. And ever since then, I, because before, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my purpose. But when I received his spirit, now I understand who I am, what I am, and where he's taking me, and how he's taking me, and who he's taking me with, and why he's taking me the way that he's taking me. Because his spirit is in me. So my prayer is, Lord, out of everything else, you can take it. But do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Because if you take your Holy Spirit from me, then I have nothing. Because you won't be there to comfort me. My friends will leave me. My wife will leave me. My husband will leave my Even my children who I've given birth to. Come on, mamas, I'm helping you. They will leave me. But God, I can't afford for your spirit to leave me. Because see, if I got your spirit, I can pray. And I Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. I would know that the Holy Spirit can bring them back to a place that they need to be. My husband is coming back. My wife is coming back. My children are coming back. My finances is coming back. My health is coming back. My, come on, joy is coming back. My peace is coming back. I'm helping somebody now. Everything is coming back. My anointing is coming back. Come on now. Hallelujah. The glory of God is coming back. Glory to God. It's coming back. Why? Because I have his Holy Spirit. So please do not take your spirit away from me. Hallelujah. Your presence. I need your presence. And take that Holy Spirit. No. You can't take that from me. That's all I got. That's all I know. That's all I want. It's the Holy Spirit. His presence. That's all. Nothing else but that. Because when you have that, you have everything. You got everything that you need. You got everything that you want. Why? Because you can call into existence. Because you're a son of God. And you live in the kingdom of God. And you have the inheritance of God. And you have the sonship. You got sonship rights, baby. Everybody ain't got sonship rights. Know your rights. We have sonship rights in Christ. You got to own them. You got to hold on to them. Do not allow the Holy Spirit to ever leave you. Don't never step outside of your own ability, your own way, thinking that you can do all things. No, no, no. You can't do it, but he can. Our Lord Jesus Christ can do all things. So you got to stay in the spirit of God. And now let's go. He says, restore to me the joy of salvation. Uphold me with that free spirit. Now my joy is coming back. When I look at the word joy, J-O-Y. 
Why? Jesus on you. Come on, that brings joy. That brings sunshine. That brings a wave of glory, a light of glory, a gleam of glory, a radiance of glory. My joy. Jesus on you. He's on you. When people see you, they got to see Jesus on you. They can't just see yourself. Let them see Jesus on you. They need to see Jesus in you, on you, around you. Everything that need to be Jesus. Need to see. They need to see that light. The radiance. When you see me, you don't see Robin. You see Jesus. That's why I said, Lord, let me sound like you. Let me talk like you. Let me look like you. Hallelujah. I can't be you because it's only you. You, 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 you. You're the only one to have not seen. But Lord, I can resemble you because I live in the image of you. So let your image come through me so that when they hear me and see me and they hear me coming, they know that it's you, God, not Robin. I don't want Robin to come. I want the spirit of God that is in me to come because I need them to receive salvation. I need them to be set free. I need them to receive the spirit of God. Now I can go into a praise of forgiveness. Then will I teach transgressors that ways a sinner shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. Thou God of salvation, and my tongue shall sing along of their righteousness. O Lord, open thou lips, and my mouth shall shoot forth praise. Come on now, I'm taking y'all level to level. We came from a plea of forgiveness, a plea of cleansing, a plea, excuse me. We came from a plea of for forgiveness, a plea for cleansness, a praise for forgiveness. Now, let's go into a broken and contribute heart. For thou desire not sacrifice, else will I give it. For thou desire not in the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contribute heart, O God, they will not despise. Now, a plea for blessings. Here go your blessings. Do good and the good trusts unto Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Come on, Nehemiah. Build the walls. We got to build the walls that are turned down. There are walls that are in our lives. I'm not just talking about just a stone wall, a wall of timber. I'm talking about walls of unforgiveness, walls of doubt, walls of unbelief, walls of rebellion. Come on, walls that need to be torn down now in Jesus' name. So there shall be pleased with the sacrifices of wretchedness. So when you come before God and you abide in Christ, come on now, he will hear your prayer. Your prayer will not go amiss. Come on now. So that's why I wanted to break that down to you as we exalt God. We talked about prayer of, of, of repentance and thanksgiving. But now, how do we intercede for others? How do we do it? Okay, let's go into 1 Timothy. And then we're going to uh, touch a little bit about abiding. And then we're going to close it out because this right here is setting us up for the next series on abiding. Amen. The word of God always set us up. Ain't that right? See, if the word of God ain't setting you up, then you're in the wrong setup. You need to be in the setup that God going to set you up. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go to 2 Timothy. Excuse me, 1 Timothy chapter 2. I exalt, therefore, that first of all, first of all, this is the word. It didn't say second. It didn't say third. It says, first of all, supplications. Come on now. Now, the supplications was what we just talked about. The model of prayer. Come on. We just talked about the supplication. We just went from 
Come on now. A plea of what? We just came from a plea of forgiveness, a plea of cleanseness, a praise of forgiveness. Come on now. Broken and contribute heart. Come on now. And blessings. Come on. We, we And then the praise and worship, exalting God, prayer of repentance, thanksgiving. Now, supplication. Meaning that I'm, I'm, I'm giving a supply of what I'm supplying of. And that is, first of all, of repentance, of forgiveness. The supplications of something means that it's not a supplement. You're not supplementing nothing. A supplication means that it is what it is. So prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. It didn't say some men. It says for all men, meaning women as well. See, every time when somebody say men or man, women always kind of feel left out. Don't feel left out. We're made, come on, we're poor from the rib of man. So when they're saying man too, we're included. They're not separate because God poured us from the rib of man. So just because they may say man, okay, he's a man and we're a woman, but God also makes this all for us. So don't get it twisted. It says, exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in the godliness and honesty. Godliness and honesty, for this is good. <laughs> like he said when he made heaven and earth. And then on the last day he said when he made one man, this is very good. But this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who will have all men to be what? Saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Come on, we talk about truth. For there is one God, one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus, nobody else. Who gave himself a ransom. So no Buddha, no Hindu, no whatever. Only Christ Jesus. Let me read that one over. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. It didn't say Buddha. It didn't say Hindu. It didn't say whatever, Christ Jesus. Let's get that straight. Don't get it twisted. We gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and not lie. I am ordained as an apostle through my Lord Jesus Christ. And I am speaking the truth and not a lie. Like it or not, it is what it is. And guess what? The Holy Spirit approves this message in Jesus' name. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I'm a teacher. God says, teach my word. Come on now. Preach the gospel. Teach my people my word, not apostles' books, not apostles' education, not apostles' degree, but my word. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. It didn't say just pray in the church. <laughs> it didn't just say pray at the altar. Everywhere means in our heart, means outside the church, means on the byways, the highways, in the store. It means, hallelujah, in the marketplace, on your job. It means, come on, it says everywhere. 
It didn't say we're only in some place. In the government. In the White House. In Cobb. Come on. The Bible says, I'm getting so excited because this is the truth. We ain't doing the truth. When we get to some of these places, we be like, oh. Well, I don't know if they receive it. The word says, the word says, a teacher of Gentiles and favorability, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So that means that I can go stand, hallelujah, on the, on, 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 on the White House steps. Come on, I can go stand. I can go stand on the White House steps and pray. In the spirit. See, I ain't got to pray and be like, oh, Lord, hallelujah. hallelujah. You don't make it a sin. No, no, no. I can pray in the spirit. I can walk around those steps. I can walk around the White House. I can walk around Capitol Hill. I can walk around every state and every continent and every country, wherever the Lord sent me. And I can begin to pray in the spirit. Come on now. I can begin to pray and pray. Because it says to pray everywhere. Meaning that it does not stop. I can go in a gas station and be praying in my spirit, pumping the gas. Come on, pumping the gas and just looking at somebody and the spirit of God is speaking to me. And I'm praying in the spirit and the spirit is praying. And even the spirit of God is praying. The spirit is even praying for the person that's on the other side of the gas station. Not even knowing that God is even using my spirit to pray for them. Hallelujah. God, the Holy Spirit can pick up on people. Hallelujah. Because he is the transmitter. He is the mediator. He is the one that's able to see all things. Hallelujah. Hear all things. I could be praying while I'm doing somebody's hair. Hallelujah. You know, the anointing sits here. The anointing is not here. So when people come and anoint you right there, really? No, no, no. The anointing is here. Hallelujah. So when I'm doing their hair, hallelujah, God is just working them out. I'm praying in the spirit. Even though I'm talking to them, I'm hearing what they talk about. You know, as as, as a licensed cosmetologist, you know, yeah, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. Been doing hair for over 20 years. But let me tell you this. Sometimes when people come sit in your chair, they're coming to release. So as you're listening to them, not gossiping with them, it's a difference between gossiping and listening. Glory to God. As you're listening to them, they are releasing. And as you're doing their hair, you're praying in the spirit and they're releasing things out. And you don't even know that your, your spirit is praying on their behalf. So as they are releasing things out, what they don't even know is they are giving the enemy, come on now, ammunition because they are prematurely telling it in the atmosphere. We know that the enemy is the prince of the air. So when you begin to release things out in the atmosphere, that's how the enemy is able to pick up, hallelujah, on certain things. But when you're praying in the spirit of God, my God, he could not understand that, hallelujah. That is that mediator that's between, hallelujah, man and Christ, hallelujah. So therefore, as we begin to pray in the spirit, gloria, God is hearing us, amen. Even though they are prematurely releasing things in the atmosphere, we're covering them in the spirit because we're praying to God, first of all, oh God, even the world has been released out of the map. Right now, we come against the enemy that will try to take those words and turn them against them. We're coming against every word of doubt and unbelief. We're coming against every word that he would try to plant back into their minds to make them feel that they're not more than conquerors, that they cannot fulfill or overcome what they're going through. Right now, we hinder, we, 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 we render, and we come against every evil spoken word that the enemy is trying to send back through their mind in the name of Jesus. And we just begin to pray in the spirit and begin to uplift them and say, Lord God, uplift them. Allow the Holy Spirit to wrap himself around them. God, even if they have not overcome. 
God, come to you in forgiveness. Right now, we ask you, oh God, we stand on their behalf and we ask you, oh God, to forgive them, oh God, of every sin. That they, you know, and just go in. And let, But your, your spirit is praying. Hallelujah. Your spirit is praying. We don't know what the spirit is praying, but these are things that we sometimes pray with our mouth. But when we go into the spirit, and just go in. Oh my God, we are tearing down the kingdom of darkness. So we got to know that we need the Holy Spirit. And that the Bible tells us to continue to what? Pray everywhere. Lifting up holy hands, meaning that our hands have to be holy and acceptable to God. Our hands can't be into any and everything. Our hands can't be with any and everybody. Our hands can't be doing things that we don't think. Because uh, see, we don't see. Other people don't see. But God see it. What are your hands in? Ask your hands. What are you in that you don't supposed to be in? Right now in the name of Jesus. Show my hands away from things that are not supposed to be where they're not supposed to be. And I command these hands to be hands that war in the spirit of God. Come on. You got to speak to your hands. You got to speak to your feet. You got to speak to your mind. You got to speak to wherever you taking yourself, your destination. Because if you don't, come on now. It won't be holy and acceptable unto God. Without wrath and doubting. You cannot doubt God. There can't be wrath. Because if there's wrath, come on. How you going to pray? You're not going to be able to. Yeah, y'all, I, I done got excited. Because we, we, we learning something on today. Now, you can go and ask for your request. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, I want to go to Jude. No, I want to go to Romans 8 and 26. There's something right there that the Holy Spirit want me to share with y'all. I want to go right there, Romans 8 and 26. Let's go. Come on now. 8 and 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. So when we're praying in the Spirit, it knows where sickness lies. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searched the hearts know what is in the mind of the Spirit because he made intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I had to come back and throw that in because guess what? This right here just confirms what I just said to you. See, we got to make sure that the word of God confirms what, come on, this right here lets us know as we're praying in the spirit, hey, it just told us. Likewise, the spirit also help our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as what we ought, but the spirit itself make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be what uttered, and he that searched the heart know of what is in the mind of the spirit, because he make intercession for the saints according to the will of God. It is the will of God. It's not your will. It's not what you want. It's not how you want it. It's not about you. This is not about you or me. This thing right here, this walk in Christ, it's not about you. And it's not about me. But it's the will of God. You got to know the will of God for your life. It is the will of God. You got to stay in the will. See, when you stay in the will, then you can be like Job. Job stayed in the will of God. Even though his wife even tried to make him curse God. His friends begin to, huh? Everything he lost, his children. Ha! My God! Could we be able to come on handle that? Oh my God! My God! And I pray for those that have experienced that. I pray that God continue to lift up your heart and continue to make you strong because it's not easy losing a child. But at the end of the day, it's this. He stayed in the wheel. 
He stayed right there in the wheel. He lost everything. Even everybody. Everybody went against him. Everybody thought he was crazy. But he stayed in the wheel. Satan could not touch him. Even though Satan came to and from. Seeing who he can devour. As a matter of fact, had the nerves to ask God. Could he touch Job? Come on, could he? Could he touch Job? God said, uh-uh. You can do whatever you want, but you can't touch him. But if Job would have stepped out of the wheel, come on now. God already gave say permission. He understood the spirit of God. He stayed in the wheel. He stayed within the perimeters that God gave Satan. You can't come inside these perimeters. But anything outside, stuff, people, you can take. But this, no, he's mine. Because I know he would not come against me. I know he would not. Come on now. We know Satan tricks. Like he threw Jesus bread. Come on. Told him to jump off. He gone. Oh, come on. Satan knows how. How? Because he sat at the right hand of God. Sat right there. Was one of the best angels. The beautifulest one. Thought he could be God. You can't be God. You can't get out of the will of God. Quit trying to be God. Quit trying to do. You're not the Savior. I know you're called. I know you're a leader. But you can't. They're not your people. The Bible says if my people, meaning God's people, that are called by my name. They're not your people. It's not your church. It's not your. Come on. It's God. When we understand the will of God and what he has called us to do and what our purpose is here on earth. Then things can move. This particular time and season, not only have God changed gods, but you're not going to be able to do things the same. Because God is doing things differently. Because the time is short. And he wants all of us to make it to glory. So he has to do what he has to do in order for us to get the truth. Because he don't want to say to none of us, Depart from me, I never knew you. He didn't die for us, for uh, for him to say that to us. He wants us to enjoy heaven. He wants us to enjoy his glory. He wants us to enjoy the things, the provisions that he made for us. But most of all, he wants us to enjoy eternal life. So come on. Are you going to enjoy eternal life on today? Are you going to enjoy Jesus Guess what, y'all? The time is up. That's right. But guess what? On next week, we're going to get right into the abiding. Because we already done broke down. We done broke down these areas. And because of that, now we can understand that relationship. Because, see, the fruit that Jesus spoke was the evidence that we had relationship in him. See, when we have a relationship in him, that means that his love is already there for us. Come on now. See, Jesus reminds us that there is no greater love than someone laying down his life for his friend. Then he comes back and says, you are my friends. Come on now. If you do what I command you to do. In John 15 and 13. So that lets us know that when we're in that intimacy and have that intimacy relationship in Christ Jesus Come on now. He is our friend. But there's a requirement. 
we must do what he commanded us to do. And that is to love our God with all our heart. And to love our enemies. Hallelujah. It is love. The love is the greatest commandment that God has given unto us. See, Jesus tell us that we're not just only right there at the right hand side of him. But we are his friends. What a God. What a moment to receive that in Jesus' name if we obey to love and also continue to abide in him. Stay as the branch that is connected to the vine dresser, the great vine, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. As we begin to, to, to not only stay as those branches that is connected to the vine dresser, our great vine, we also are commanded to love because when we abide in him we get a fruit of righteousness that does not add to just our salvation by grace alone through faith it confirms our hearts to be transformed that's why the bible told us in psalms 51 created me a new heart because our hearts has to be what transformed into a new heart and that offers us to walk into the friendship that Jesus is saying that he wants with us. Because he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the first and the last. He's the beautiful one. He bore our sins and transgressions and our iniquities. And then he offered us to be his friend after all that. What a God. What a God. See, when we abide in him, he would abide in us. Why? Because he had begun a good work. That's what Philippians 1 and 6 said. It says, he had begun a good work and you will complete it. You're going to complete that good work. He called you. He is faithful and he surely would do it. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 24. So I leave you today. He has called you to do this great work. So come on, y'all. Believe in him. Just abide in his word. Because if you abide in his word, he know that you are his true disciples. And you know the truth. And that truth will set you free. Amen. But if you do not abide in his word, come on now. If you don't abide in his word, guess what? You're not his friend. And guess what? It's not you. You won't be and you won't be connected to that great mind. So you have to abide in his word. Hallelujah. So come on, y'all. Let's become that real disciple. Because we are abiding his word on today. Not only we're abiding his word today, but we know that God has cleansed us. He cleanses us every day from forgiveness. He cleanses us every day for anything. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. We need to get unforgiveness and bitterness out of our heart because that is what's stopping us. That is what's stopping us from receiving. Come on now, this wave of glory. Because when you got bitterness and hatred and unforgiveness in your heart, it's hard for you to receive God. Because you're looking at that individual with so much hate and envy and jealousy. You have to let it go. Because God is abiding, maybe abiding in them. And how could you say you love God and you hate your brother? How could you say that you love God and you hate your brother? Amen.
How could you love God and hate your brethren and hate the one that God is abiding in? There's no way. There's no way. I'm here to tell you the truth. There's no way. Don't believe the lie. You can't. So I pray on this afternoon that whatever bitterness, hatred, wrath, unforgiveness, jealousy, enviness, offense that you may have, I pray in the name of Jesus that God will heal you, deliver you, and set you free. That the word of God that have come forth on this platform shall transform your heart, create a new heart in you, renew your mind, your spirit, in Jesus' name. And for anybody out there that may not know Christ, because I know you heard of him, you can't sit here and say you never heard about Jesus Christ. You may not have accepted him. You may not have abided in him or had an intimate relationship with him. But you heard of Jesus Christ. Amen. But I pray that God can allow you to come and be his friend. All you got to do is just right now, just come to him and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me of any sin that I may have committed, knowingly or unknowingly. I know that you are Jesus Christ. I know that you have died for me. I know that you went to Calvary for me. And I know that you laid down your life for me. Your blood, your blood was shedded for me. And God, Lord God, I know that you are my Lord and Savior. That you are the God that created all things. Come into my heart right now. Renew a right spirit in me. Create a new heart in me. Renew my mind, reform my mind, transform my mind so that I can transition into the positioning of what you called me to be through the purpose and destiny that's on my life. Oh, God, God, I need not only you to save me, but even as you save me right now, God, as I open up my mouth, I need you to endow me with the Holy Spirit. Oh, God that I will receive the manifestation even in speaking in other tongues that I can speak unto you because God, I cannot do this alone and I won't do this alone but I need the spirit of God to help me to help me in all things, oh God you as a God that is a God of love let your love so abound in me that not only can I love you but I can love myself to love even others, oh God God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to come upon me. And God, I thank you for being a son of God. And now that I know my sonship rights and that I'm in the kingdom of God, teach me thy word. Give me the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to understand your word so that my faith can grow more and more. Divinely connect me, O oh God. Not only, O oh God, to those, O oh God, that will lead me closer, but connect me divinely, oh God, to those that know you, that will give me the truth and the truth, so help me God to push me towards my purpose and destiny, in Jesus' name Amen, and Amen and Amen, guess what y'all I am a Psalms 139 14 woman, a wave of glory I am Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, and guess what I'm out and until next time, I'll see you next Tuesday, Series 4, Abiding in Christ, A Wave of Glory, in Jesus' name. May God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. Amen and goodbye. Thank you for joining us in Jesus' name.
Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.